Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Here, you'll find powerful messages from world-renowned pastors each and every week. This month, we're celebrating Christmas at Miracle Channel, which means you'll hear timely messages on joy, peace, generosity, and more to get you in the holiday spirit this December. And if you'd like to watch messages from your favorite speakers instead of listen, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear from Joyce Meyer. Joyce is known around the world for teaching practical wisdom from God's Word. She's also a best-selling author. You can watch Joyce Meyer enjoying everyday life weekday mornings on Miracle Channel at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Now, let's dive into the message. Our goal in life as a believer, and as believers, our goals are totally different than people in the world. How many of you know that we are called out, separated, set apart for a special purpose and a special use, and that is for God's use? We are his personal representatives in the earth, the Bible says. I love that. And so, as much as I want you to be happy, the main reason why I want you to be happy is to glorify God. And to glorify Him means to show forth all of His excellence. And I don't think sad, bedraggled, disgruntled, people with a bumper sticker on their car do much for glorifying God. Matter of fact, I think if you're not going to wear Jesus on your face, then get him off your bumper. Amen. Amen. And so Jesus wants us to enjoy our life. John 10, 10, the thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. It's his only purpose. But Jesus said, I came that you might have and enjoy your life and have it in abundance to the full until it overflows. And to be honest, really the kind of happiness that I want to introduce you to today is truly not based on what's happening in your life. Although God does want us to have good things happen to us, and he wants us to have the hope of good things happening to us. And I found it interesting. There's a, a Webster's Dictionary that's an 1828 version that if you love to study words, that would be a great investment for you to make. It's not even that expensive. But all the definitions in this version of the Webster's Dictionary are based on Scripture. And so you find a lot of scripture throughout these definitions. And so I wish that we would have stuck with that. But as we know, gradually, little by little, the world, and Satan is the God of this world, let's not forget that, has gradually tried to remove God and anything about God out of everything concerning our society, and I don't know why it is so hard for people to see, even people who don't believe in God, I don't know why it is so hard to see that the more people try to remove God, the worse our condition becomes. But God does want us 
to be happy, and he wants us to glorify him. I want to make Jesus' name famous. Yeah. Amen? But if you go back to that original definition, here's what it says. Being in the enjoyment of agreeable sensations from the possession of something good. And I'll tell you the truth, if we don't have anything else, we've got the best thing in the whole world because we've got God and He is good. So we all possess good. Happiness comes in degrees. One may be happy or they may be very happy. <laughs> A person with no pain may not feel particularly happy, but a person who has had pain and the pain ceases will feel very happy now that their pain is gone. <laughs> the only person who can be really and permanently happy is the one who enjoys peace of mind and lives in the favor of God. God's favor is so amazing, and I've been thinking about just doing a whole teaching on that coming up here sometime in the next few months. Just we, we need to pray for favor and believe God for favor because when God puts his favor on you, it's amazing the difference in the things that can happen to you in your life because you're trusting God to supernaturally open doors for you. But then joy and enjoy is defined as the passion or emotion excited by the acquisition of the expectation of good. So you can get happy because you have something good, but you can also get happy because you're expecting something good that you don't even have yet. And I really love that. Our privilege is to be full of hope because that's something we can do on purpose. It's not based on our circumstances. I can be full of hope any day that I want to be full of hope, and so can you. I can't always make my circumstances line up with what I would like them to be, but I can hope that good things are on their way. I can hope, which is believing that something good is going to happen. So even if you don't have the good that you'd like to have right now, at least, for goodness sake, expect good to happen. Live every day with this thought, something good is going to happen any moment. Psalm 511 says, let those who love your name be joyful in you and be in high spirits. So we're supposed to be in a really good mood, like high spirits. Well, I just don't feel very happy. Well, your greatest privilege as a believer is you don't have to live by how you feel. You can live by what you know. In Psalm 118:24, this is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, number 12 <laughs> on my list of ways to increase your happiness, just in case I don't get to it, is <laughs> decide to be happy. That's number one. Everybody listening to this, watching by TV, make a decision today. I am going to be happy. And I'm not going to wait to have some great thing happening to me. I am deciding that I am not going to waste one more day of my life being sad and sour. I'm going to glorify God today 
and notify my face that I'm saved. Now, but leaving number 12 and going to number one. The first thing that I want to talk to you about today that will greatly increase your happiness is to believe what the Word of God says about you rather than how you feel or what other people say about you. My life has been dramatically, dramatically changed by learning who the Bible says I am and what the Bible says I can have and what the Bible says is going to happen to me when I'm finished here on earth rather than what the world told me before or what my experience with my father told me or what my, the lies of the devil told me. The Bible says that God has a good plan for our life, but the only way we can prove out what that good plan is is through the complete renewal of our minds. And the only way we renew our minds is through hearing and reading and listening to and meditating on and finally believing the Word of God. And I don't even know if you even begin to realize how much you're helping yourself today by being here. And it's not because I'm here, it's because everything that this ministry is about is bringing people the Word of God. Because God's Word is full of power that changes lives. And I am so convinced of that that I will lay my life on the line for it. There's power inherent in the Word of God. When I stand here today and say the Bible says that God has a good plan for your life, something happens. There's something about that Word of God that touches something deep on the inside of you. And there's just a little, no matter how negative your life has been, there's a little tiny spark of hope. Can that really be for me? And when you begin to claim it as your own, and you begin to think like this, if anything good can happen to anybody, it can happen to me. Sooner or later, you got, got to get tired of being on the outside looking in and decide it's for me. There's no hope of happiness until a person knows who he is in Christ. We cannot enjoy life if we don't enjoy ourselves. Do you like yourself? Yeah, well, that was a few. You know what? I lived a large part of my life, and I couldn't stand myself. And I honestly believe that that's a large part of a lot of people's problem, and they never even know it. They felt so bad about themselves for so long, and, and actually, it's just disgusting, but sometimes Christians can actually think that's godly. 
I'm just a nothing, a nobody. And they think that's humility. That's not humility, that's stupidity. Here's the way you think. I am nothing in myself, but in Christ. In Christ, as a child of God, as a believer of the Most High, you better get out of my way, devil. Now listen, I wore my power suit today. You know, black is supposed to be a power color. Amen. Because with all my heart, I want you to get this. Know what you're not in yourself. Almost every day I say, God, I know that I'm nothing without you. In me that is in my flesh dwells no good thing. But I thank you that you're in me and through you I can do all things. Yeah. See, I actually believe that one radically sold out, committed believer can change the world. I actually believe that. And if you don't have enough faith this morning to go for the whole world, how about your family? How about your neighborhood, your school? How about just maybe one or two other people? <laughs> you have influence. But you got to pick your head up and not think you're better than everybody else, but you're not beneath everybody else. You are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. So if I can't get you by the grace of God to do anything else, I would like to send you out of here this morning at least deciding to like yourself. How many of you have children that you love and boy, nobody better mess with your kids? All right, now, are any of them perfect and do everything right all the time? But they belong to you, and you better not mess with them. You don't want to get in my face about my kids. Well, if we feel that way, how do you think God feels? Now, you know, I don't have time to do everything that I like to do at every one of these meetings, but here's the bottom line. God knew all about you when he invited you into relationship with him. He's not shocked and surprised by our weaknesses and our flaws. And he fully, completely, 100% unconditionally accepts you. And God will help you be exactly the way he wants you to be. That doesn't mean that we don't need to change. I need to change. And I'm sure you all need to change. And I want to change. But here's the really good news. You can like yourself while you're changing. Amen? Amen. Letting go of what lies behind. Stop being mad at yourself because of something you did or didn't do 20 years ago or 10 years ago or this morning or whenever it is. So I need to believe that in Christ, and what does it mean to be in Christ? It just means that I have received him as my savior. And I am uprooted out of whatever weirdness I was living in. And I am planted in Christ. And now I'm learning how to be rooted and grounded in him. So out of the soil of who he is, I can bear good fruit in my life for him.
Amen. We're so glad you tuned into the podcast today. Here at Miracle Channel, our mission has always stayed the same, to reach every home in Canada with the truth about Jesus. But Miracle Channel's reach goes far beyond this podcast. Through our TV broadcasts, daily devotional, streaming service, and multiple podcasts, thousands of people like you are growing closer to Jesus every day. Learn more about Miracle Channel and download our resources by clicking the link in our show notes. We hope that you are blessed by this teaching today, and we want to say thank you for listening to the Miracle Channel podcast. So the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away, and all things are made new. Now. If you received Christ last night in the conference or anytime throughout this conference, you decide to receive Jesus as your Savior. You don't have to do anything. Everything's already been done. You just receive. And it's basically, if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He died for you, that He rose from the dead, that He paid for your sins, and you say, I believe that, then that's salvation. But then along with that, if you believe that, there's going to be a life change. And that life change happens gradually from glory to glory, a little bit at a time. We're new creatures in Christ. Jesus was a carpenter by trade. That's an interesting point we don't want to ignore because God is the builder and the furnisher of all things. And God is building your life. He is a builder. Hebrews 3, 4 says, Every house is built and furnished by someone, but the builder of all things and the furnisher of the entire equipment of all things is God. Everybody say, God is building my life. God is building my life. And boy extremely important, 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He that knew no sin became sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, to be honest, I'm gonna download so much information on you here in the next little bit of time that it just could just completely blow your mind. You'd just be like, what in the world? That's why you need to have books and you need to have teachings and you need to come back again and again and you need to go to your church, but make sure you're in a church that's a word church, that's teaching the word, that's teaching who you are in Christ. The righteousness of God in Christ. My gosh, how life transforming that was because all I ever thought about was what's wrong with me, what's wrong with me, what's wrong with me? You ever feel like that? I'm not like everybody else. What's wrong with me? No matter how hard I try, I can't seem to do what's right. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And it's interesting that the first thing that Jesus wants to give us is rightness, not wrongness. But, but I do. But I did. Well, sure you did. That's who you were. That's what you were. You couldn't do any different. But when Jesus comes to live on the inside of us, 
He brings with us everything that he is, and he is the all-righteous one. And so we have righteousness in us, and because it's in us, eventually, with the help of the Holy Spirit, it can be worked out through us, and we can begin to do more and more right things. But now listen to me. You're never going to do more right if you don't first believe that you've been made right with God. I know, hey, it took me about 20 years to get a hold of that. It would be like if, if you were thirsty and you said, Joyce, can I have some water? If I didn't have any water here, I couldn't give you any, right? But since I have it, I could. Well, it's the same way with right behavior. How can I behave right if I don't have any rightness? How can I love anybody if I've never received the love of God for myself? You can't give away what you don't have. You can't produce what you don't have. And in God's economy, everything begins by believing. It's amazing how happy you get if you begin to believe the right stuff. Let's look at Romans 15, 13. Love it, love it. I'm happy. I wish I was happy. That's not the right answer. Everybody say, I'm happy. I'm happy. May the God of your hope, uh-oh, there it is. May the God of your expectation that something good is going to happen fill you with all joy and peace in believing. <laughs> we'll stop right there. In believing. Most of the time when you don't know what happened to your joy or why you're in a stinky mood, something is wrong with your believing. <laughs> Come on, I like these people. I'm gonna preach to them. Yeah. Come on, when, you, when you're in a bad, stinky, foul mood, check your believing. What are you believing? What are you thinking? And you can change your believing. I can't help what I believe. Yes, you can. You can believe whatever you want to believe. See, I have decided to base my life on this. And when I started, I didn't have a lot of real proof, but I sure wasn't getting any good out of what I was doing. So if what you're doing is not working, <laughs> why not try? what a few million other people tell you works. See, you'd have to know what I was like. Man, I was awful. And I had been treated so bad. My dad sexually abused me. My mother didn't know what to do about it, so she didn't do anything. I had other relatives who sexually abused me. I married the first guy that came along and he ran around with other women and wouldn't work. And, stole stuff from me. One night I woke up and he was trying to steal my wedding ring off my finger to go sell it. I mean, I was so dysfunctional. My family was, they were the very definition of dysfunction. We invented dysfunction. I didn't know how to have a relationship. I was a manipulator. I was a controller. I was negative. I was sour. I was judgmental, jealous. How much time do we have? 
and I'm not, I'm not just up here, you know, like some spiritual cheerleader. I want to tell you that Jesus has set me free. He has set me free. He whom the Son has set free is free indeed. That you shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. It's what you believe. I've decided to believe what this says, even if I don't understand it in my brain. I do not understand how I could be the righteousness of God and holy. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. You're holy. Now, I want to tell you what, we are making the religious devils in Georgia mad right now. I mean, they are not liking this meeting. Because religion wants you to be loaded down with rules and regulations and things you have to do to be good enough for God. So you got to sign off of that plan to get on God's good plan. God loves you. He loves you unconditionally. He doesn't love you because you're worth being loved because the fact is you are not. But he loves you because he is good. And the more you see how good he is, the more you're going to want to behave right. Not because you have to, but because God is so good you can't hardly stand it. So we better go to point two. Man. <laughs> hey, here's another thing to believe. Believe that you're anointed. You say, what does that mean? Well, the word anoint means to smear all over with or to paint. Well, we are anointed with the Holy Spirit. You, as a believer, are smeared all over, rubbed down really good with the Holy Ghost. You know what that means? If you know who you are, the devil's afraid of you. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. We hope you have a peaceful December and a very joy-filled Christmas.